0: All right, we're going live. We're on the Facebook group. We're live in the Zoom meeting. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us on today's special session. Uh, we're going to be talking all about how to maximize the profits in your plumbing or HVAC business. You know, at, here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO, you know, we're all about how do you how do you maximize your lead flow, right? How do you make sure you're showing up on Google? How do we make sure that your website converts at the highest level? How do we make sure that you're really just dominating your local marketplace? And now at this point, working with several hundred plumbing and HVAC contractors, trying to see some of the, the, the best in the business, um, we're seeing, that you know, oftentimes we can get so fixated on on revenue, on leads, on growing the top line that we don't wind up with a lot of profit, right? And at the end of the day, the reason we all run business, the reason I run plumbing and HVAC SEO, the reason Joe runs SBG, the reason you run your business at the end of the day is to produce a profit, so that you can provide for your family, so you can live your desired lifestyle, and so I only bring people on to these sessions when I feel like there's a problem in the industry, and I found someone that can help solve it, right? And so that's why I'm really excited to have Joe Grady on with me today. Um, been working with Joe going on it must be like two years now as SPG, and um, you know just seeing some of the clients that we've introduced him to and plugged him into have a massive transformation, you know, from you know just making the kind of profit that they need, improving their close rates on the leads that we generate, improving their average ticket out in the field, which makes them more profitable, which makes them happier with the services we provide, and ultimately is a win-win for everybody involved. And so I was like, Joe, you know, it's 2019. I'd love to have you back on just to unpack this whole concept and how, you know, how people in the trade can really get better profitability better control of their numbers better control of their metrics so without further ado joe thank you so much for joining us on today's session i'm going to hand it off to you all right well hey thanks josh so one of the
1: things i'm going to hold this up i hope you can read this well let's see there we there's my camera we see it volume is vanity profit is sanity that's that's our motto and you, you did hit the nail on the head, Josh, when you said that, you know, you can have all this marketing and all this, but it, it's about the profitability at the end of the day. But more importantly is how I keep hearing so many people say, can you help me grow my business? And my first question is, are you profitable? Well, what does it matter? I just want to grow my business and then I'll be profitable. That is a fallacy, my friends, an absolute fallacy. You cannot grow your business without being profitable. Otherwise, you're stretching your capital too thin, you're gonna end up cash poor, and it's no bueno. So for those of you who have, and, and you know, Josh, I, I, I'm gonna do my best, but I'm still gonna give my HR disclaimer. <laughs> I am a bit of an HR nightmare. I'm getting much better. And for those of you on who know me and have seen me, I think you will say at the end of this webinar, wow, Joe has a little bit more control over the New York Tourette's. <laughs> I promise cool. you, I will do my best, Josh. Fantastic. That's okay. all we can ask for, right? Yeah, hey, you do what you got to do. All right. So, I'm going to dive right in. Should I just share my screen, Josh? Am I good to go? Yeah. While you
0: share, what I'll say is, you know, this is a live session. So you took the time out of your day on a Friday afternoon to be live with us. So, you know, as you have questions, post them in the, in the box. Both Joe and I will be reading this. We'll be pausing to interact with you. Uh, that's what this is about. You get, you get, you're going to get out what you put in. So if you have questions, put it in the comments box. Let's keep this as interactive and lively as possible. All right, so
1: Josh, so I don't have to look out for those. Are you going to like stop me and just give me the questions? Yep, I've got them right in front of me. Well, I'll I'll, I'll interject as it makes sense. Awesome sauce. So what I'm going to do today is kind of go over a business improvement webinar. And we've switched things up a little bit, made it a little more fun. But it's really the meat and potatoes of becoming profitable and driving your business. So while you're all saying, hey, I need more calls, I'd venture to say, what are you doing with the damn calls you're getting? So let's take a look. So what we're going to do today is we're going to define what I call KTIs. We're going to learn which KTIs you need to track, how to track them and focus your training, and how to boost your revenue generation or your profitability um, with KTIs. And also, I'm going to show you some cool stuff about where to get some good training and what to do with them. All right, Um, one of the big things is, you know, before we get started, I wish you would definitely turn off your phone, stay focused because, you know, I'm gonna try and go through this, not as quickly as possible, but as expediently as possible. And I don't want you to miss anything. And please do stay to the end of the webinar because I'm giving away some free stuff. Sound good, Josh? Sounds great, free stuff is fun. I like free stuff, right? Yes. All right. So what is a KTI? A KTI is nothing more than a key training indicator instead of a key performance indicator, which we derive them from. It's just a set of data that lets you track progress and analyze areas of weakness for training needs. Too many people, Josh, go, oh, I don't have enough calls. My KPI, my ROI is low. Okay, but they don't actually look at their conversion rates or their average tickets. Well, how can you pay for good marketing if your average ticket's only 150, 200 bucks? What's worse is what if your conversion rate is 60 or 50%? So then the owners look at that and they flip out. This technician sucks. No, the technician doesn't suck he needs more training. So we'll show you how to analyze that. A lot of the benefits, but not all of them. KTIs use group psychology, all right? It creates a team environment, promotes education and growth instead of discipline and fear. The days of throwing wrenches at your techs are over. If you can't dodge a wrench, you can't dodge a ball. Well, that is kind of true, but I think that too many times, owners kind of instill fear and they lead by fear, instead of leading by clear cut expectations of what is needed and giving the technician a chance to self-correct. So that is what KTIs do for you, all right? Why would you track them? Well, they provide a visual representation of the performance of your team. And you'll see what I mean by that in a minute. Gives you a simple data set, helping you to maximize ROI from training. Stop putting all the pressure on poor Josh. Guys, marketing can only do so much. You have to do the rest. Marketing is not the silver bullet. It just so happens Josh is damn good at what he does. His team is phenomenal at what they do, but guess what? It's only part of the equation. This will help you strategically plan in the underperforming areas of your business. Instead of being more reactionary, you can be strategic with it. It also helps create a team culture. A lot of people I've heard. Well, let me just rephrase that, Josh. A lot of people have told me, owners, hey, I have some technicians who don't like the numbers. They don't like to see what's going on. Of course not. Yeah, and I tell them, fire them. I know. I'm brutal. I say, you know what? That's a piece of shit tech. Get rid of them. Hmm. It's like watching a football game with no score. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Now I'm not saying all your texts have to be competitive and cutthroat because you don't want them to be cutthroat, but you have to give them a clear cut guideline. This is what we expect of you. Not hey, your numbers were down, man. You got to bring in some more money. Great, I brought in 25,000 last month. Now I'm going to bring in 26. Is that really bringing in more money? This will help you identify issues with your team before they become big problems. And some of the problems this has already helped identify in several companies that I've worked with is side jobs. Man, owners act like they've never been hit by it. They sit there and they go, I can't believe this guy did that. I would never expect that. And I go, look at the numbers. It tells the story. So these are very helpful. So here are some fundamental KTIs to track. There are tons of them, but really for your, to really boost your bottom line, not not so much your top line, to really get you going and to create profitability, okay? Here are some of them. CSR conversion rate, should be 80 to 85%. Technician conversion rate, 75 to 80. I even know companies who are looking for 85%. I think that's a little stretchy, but okay. Average ticket. Now, there's a wide swing here. This is on service, okay? It should be between five and 800, depending on your trade, whether it's plumbing, electrical, or HVAC. And maintenance program ratios can hey Josh. Can you ask, the, well, let me ask, can you type in whether you have a maintenance program or not just say yes or no. And Josh, can you kind of tell me like if there are more nos than yeses.
0: Absolutely. And you don't know want to try and do guys. I'm going to put up a poll real quick. This will be even better. Like do maintenance plans.
1: Dude. Oh, you're going to put up a poll? All right. So while Josh is doing that, here's the, here's the dealio. Maintenance plans, if you're ever, first of all, I hope that when you decided to start your
0: business, oh, I got right, the poll up. too. Polls up. This will be helpful. We can really see, do you guys have this? Because this is mission critical, right? I'm glad you, you're incorporating this in today's session. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You
1: want to be profitable, but the day you started your business, did you actually set a profit plan? And better yet, did you at any time say, hey, guess what? I want to sell it someday. What's your exit strategy? The day you started your business, that's the day you should have thought about your exit strategy. And if you haven't, because... Josh, you want to know the number one answer I get from owners when I ask them their exit strategy? I'd love to know what it is. I'm going to die in this chair and they'll just drag me out. Hmm. By the way, that's not an exit strategy, people. That's sad. <laughs> okay. Maintenance plans enhance the saleability of your business. Okay. So listen, just remember these are things you should be thinking about to help you be
0: profitable. Hey, can I I'm sure that can you guys see the answers to this poll in your in your on your end? Cuz I'd can. like to, I'd like to close the loop for you guys. So, out of 36 that are on, we have 20 that have said yes. They have a maintenance plan. 76% 71% of voting and then there are eight that don't. So, like 30% don't. I think it's probably a pretty fair distribution. Maybe less. I mean, this is a pretty sharp group we have with us on, on the call. Um, maybe it's more like 80-20, like everything else, right? Twenty right. have it, and the other eighty percent don't. All right, cool. And for the twenty percent who don't,
1: start looking into it. I implore you, please start looking into it. I don't care. And by the way, if and I'm not really good at um, at accepting excuses, so when people say. Oh, well, I'm a new company. I'll get to it. Yeah, if you get hit by a bus tomorrow, done deal, brother. So,
0: hey, hey Jeff, Jeff Huger's saying that he has a, uh, a value plan, not a maintenance plan. Kind of the same thing, right? Well, I don't know,
1: Jeff. Um, are you going out to visit them once or twice a year with that value plan? I, it, it, you're just calling it a value plan.
0: Glad to have you with us, by the way, Jeff. Really glad to have you on here.
1: What up, Jeff?
0: Uh, what he said? Uh, he says, "What's up?" <laughs> uh, all right. So maybe he'll answer. Uh, Brian Sloan's saying that the monthly plans have higher conversion for them than an annual plan.
1: Well, uh, that's just the way he's selling it. He's selling it perpetually as a monthly payment as opposed to a yearly. But the point is, you're you're putting a fence around your client and you're making that, that client more sellable, right? Mm-hmm. So when people go to sell their business, okay, everybody says, oh, it's 3.5 or 4% profit minus EBITDA and all this other crap. Truth of the matter is, if the business is dependent on the owner, that's less valuable. And that means that if they say, we have, have 5,000 customers in our database, I would say, did you service them once? Or do you go to them yearly because if you go to them yearly they're worth something to me
0: mm. all right hey real quick because I, I think this is important he's saying as a plumbing only company maintenance plans aren't quite as interesting as they are in hvac
1: Has oh been- contraire let me ask you a question is that jeff yep Hey, hey jeff how's the water quality out by you How long does that water heater last? There is so much value to a plumbing maintenance program. It's incredible. Especially if you're providing filters for water filtration or you're doing flushes for their water heaters, maintaining it. By the way, you can also extend the warranty and become a super value in your area. Plumbing, plumbing maintenance plans are, are
0: slamming. So water quality is not too bad. We do all aspects in service and sales calls. Cool. I'm wearing you out, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. I, want to put another, I want to put another poll because now I'm just super, super curious. Um, how many of you guys should crack the, the take rate? Because he's saying you should be 25 to 40% of all of your service calls should take some type of maintenance plan, whether it's annual or monthly, right? say again you're saying on this 25 to 40 percent of all of your sales should result in someone taking a maintenance or you know yes yeah so and, and the reason is 25 percent is normal
1: operation but if you're in growth mode or you are in sale mode you better boost that up
0: yeah so i guess did this share
1: uh no i didn't see anything yet you're doing another poll
0: all right keep just keep going i don't
1: want right. to i don't want to screw you up all right and i don't want to wear jeff out okay so let's take a look at a kti board it's just like a kpi board some of you have these at your location okay it may look a little different but you're tracking the calls ran the call sold conversion rate average ticket maintenance plans some of you are tracking more callback rates Reviews. Okay, those are KPIs that you turn into KTIs, and I'm gonna show you how. So here's the funny thing. If you look at this board, now this is a real board from um from a client, and you know the funniest thing is notice his two top techs are and there's a plumbing company. Uh oh, I just got the poll up. Sorry, keep going. Okay. Answer that while you go, guys. All right, so These are his two top techs in reality. But notice his top techs are not running that many calls. Some people would say because they take longer on the calls. That's not the case here. Because the owner thought that Brad and Jeff were his top techs because they were the oldest, most experienced technicians at his company. And he wasn't tracking KPIs or KTIs at all. He wasn't. But when I got him to do this, that's pretty eye-opening. The guys they're sending the most calls to, their experienced techs, were their lowest producers. I mean, Jeff is a waste product. Not like, you, Jeff Hager, but the Jeff on yeah, the Yeah, uh, not Jeff Hager. <laughs> not Jeff Hager. Jeff Hager is an awesome dude, but this technician. So you have to, you know, here are some simple things. If you don't have a KTI board up, put one up and make sure that your technicians can see it. I love them in the training room, okay? You definitely should be updating it every week, if not every day. And your techs and CSRs should understand and track their own KTIs. Oh, yeah, CSRs should do this too. I'm a firm believer that if you have a service manager and office manager, they work together. They're the ones who do the board. Okay. They're the ones who are held accountable for this stuff. Analyze, train, and coach on areas of weakness. Analyze, praise, and train under performers. So the saying is that which is tracked gets worked on. The squeaky oil gets the wheel. Yes, no. All right, rule, you can go there, but here's, here's how it works. So we're gonna, this is a CSR board. We're gonna show you both, but I'm gonna show you if your CSRs aren't reaching their maps and a map is a minimum acceptable performance standard, and hopefully you all have them. If you're not reaching your maps on the booking efficiency, You have to develop clear call-by-call expectations for your CSRs, period. You got to review calls for script adjustments, begin outbounding, going through your maintenance calls. All right, these are analytics that will help you. If your calls by department, and hopefully you're breaking it down by department, because this is how you can kind of start tracking your, um, your marketing and seeing if that's working. You have to establish and educate clear expectations, review the recorded calls for correctable miss opportunities, and address your targeting and marketing campaigns with your dispatch team, and make sure you're conveying this, what you're seeing on your end to your marketing team. All right, CSRs, here's the deal. (laughs) If your CSRs are not converting calls, you better review those calls. You might have to improve or edit your scripting, all right? You have to do call-by-call coaching. It's like a ride-along. And run CSR training. Your CSRs are one of the most important lines of defense or offense in your company. They're the first line that the customer gets, okay? Why is it companies spend so much money, Josh, training their technicians? but not that much money, if any, training their CSRs. Why? No idea. It's a wonder. It is a wonder. And what happens, Josh, when their CSRs are converting at a low rate? Who gets blamed for that?
0: The marketing company.
1: Always, always, always. You love those calls, don't you, Josh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. So now we're going to take a look at technician KTI board. Okay, If they're not reaching their maps, okay. if you have a conversion rate problem, okay, they're not creating a relationship with the customer. They're not asking good relationship building questions, and they're not educating the customer or giving them value. Sometimes it's as simple as they just don't ask for the order. They'll say, uh, I'll leave the estimate for you and give us a call. I mean, I've heard that tons of times. But I believe that if it's a low conversion rate, the biggest offender is the customer doesn't like or trust them. So you can train on that. If you have an average ticket problem, chances are they're not doing full system inspections. They're not giving solution-based options. I'm sorry, people, if you're still doing good, better, best, please stop selling cars and start selling home services. Okay? Sometimes this low ticket average is because your technicians do not believe in or understand the price. They're lacking in confidence in their ability. We see this a lot in new techs. And again, no trust, no trust. Uh, Another poll. Okay, I'm getting rid of that. All right. So Josh, it's okay if I just x out of the poll it doesn't do yeah, yeah, it's just
0: running. It's running in the background so we can get a like All
1: right, cool. So if you got a low conversion rate on your maintenance plans, 9.9 times out of 10, the techs don't believe or understand the program being offered. And you can always tell this, ask any of your techs what the number one value to the customer is of a maintenance plan. And if they say the discount they have no clue what it's all about, okay? Tech doesn't understand the benefits, and they also don't know how to explain the value of it. You, how, oh gosh, I mean, shoot, we can't run another poll. We'll have 10 bazillion polls. But I'd be, I'd be interested to know how many companies that have maintenance or value plans, whatever you want to call it, how many of them do consistent ongoing training for those plans, not only offering it to the customer, but also running that call because that is a different kind of service call. I'd be interested. So if if anybody wants to type in and let Josh know, and maybe he can. No more polls. Don't don't go crazy. No
0: more polls. I, I just like to extrapolate a story on that. Um, we've been working a lot on lead conversions, like like marketing strategies to help convert more of the leads into sales. And um, I was talking with a consultant friend of mine that has like knows nothing about plumbing, but he said, he brought a plumber into his house. They came out, they did an inspection. Um, The guy, the, basically the, the bottom line was he told the tech, isn't there some way that, you know, I can pay you guys a fee to come out every couple of months or every, you know, periodically to check my stuff and make sure it works. And the the guy, literally this is what the technician said to him. He said, yeah, we have that, but you probably don't want it. You know, it's just kind of a waste of money. And I would think, you know, your technicians, if they haven't been trained and if this isn't being tracked, that's the that's the way they feel about it. Like they really need to to be trained on it. They need to understand the value of it. They need to believe it and they need to be like inspected. Like, are they really presenting it? Are they presenting it in the right way? Because if not, that's either they're not mentioning it or they're like very much like, oh, I don't know why anyone would even do that. So,
1: Josh, one of the units, uh, you know, I, I was in charge of we had five techs there at the time. And, you know, I was having a hard time getting them to relay the value and feel the value. And I finally said, guys, what is it about maintenance plans you don't like? And all of them, all five said they're a waste of money and you're just trying to sell something. I said, Uh okay. I said, here's what we're going to do on Friday. Each one of you is going to go to another one's house and perform a maintenance inspection. And on Monday, I'd like to see what you come up with. Five plumbers come back ripping each other new buttholes (laughs) because one guy said, you're a plumber, dude, your wife opened the kitchen sink to let me look under there. And there were two buckets filled with water. Fix the P-trap. It's amazing how people will live that way, including plumbers. All right. If you have a maintenance plan, the biggest benefit to a homeowner is peace of mind. It is peace of mind and to know, and I'm from New York, so I'm going to say it this way. I got a guy, you know, you got a guy, you're their guy. They're not going anywhere else. They become a client. They're no longer a customer. They're more loyal. All right. And they feel special the value program that Jeff talks about. So anyway, what does all this mean? So what? Bunch of numbers, bunch of crap. Ah, Who cares? Well, I'll tell you what, I analyzed all this and figured out if you laser focus your training, you're going to see revenue and profit growth. And I'm going to show you how right now. So we're going to take a look. Simple changes make big impacts. This is my boy, El Jefe, okay? El Jefe, like most of you, too old for this shit. This is a fictitious company. It's Boss Dog Plumbing. Now, let's say they have 240 calls coming in a month, but their CSRs are only converting at 60%. That means they're only going to run 144 leads. And now their technicians, these techs suck. They're only converting at 50%. That means out of 144 leads ran... Only 72 of them are getting sold. And what's worse is they only have an average ticket of $350. Here's the thing. Listen, for those of you who don't know me, I'm going to tell you this. I'm a no bullshit kind of guy. I have an autistic son. He's 23 years old. I cherish him dearly. Okay. He will live with me till the day I die. He still believes in Santa Claus. We know that shit ain't real numbers don't lie my friends your feelings do Josh has anybody ever said if you if you ever said to them well do you, you know how do you know your conversion rate so good and they say oh I sit right outside my office is right next to the girls I hear them on the phone they do great you ever yeah. hear that Josh I hear it yeah. I have heard it so Josh won't say what I'll say when I hear that I say great. Start calculating, buddy, because you're going to be sadly mistaken. This is what we see. And this is why you get frustrated and you go, how is there no money? We're running all these calls. The phone is always ringing. No, it's, it's always ringing, but you're not always booking it. And yeah, you're running a lot of calls, but either you're not selling them or they're low tickets. And for those of you out there, I would like you to type in a yes if you've had this scenario. Your technician says, that customer was crazy. That customer didn't have any money. They thought the price was too high. I'll bet you you're all going to say yes because your technicians always go to price. That's always the reason. But guess what? 9.9 times out of 10, it's never
0: the reason. A so, couple, couple of yeses flying in, by the way. Ron Davis says yes. James says yes. Yeah, I know it. I got, you know, it's, a, it's really
1: a rhetorical question. Okay, so let's see what we do about this. What if you just took a little time and worked with your CSRs and you boosted their conversion ratio? Let's say you got them to 85%. Let's look at the difference it would make to you. 240 calls, nothing has changed. Josh and his team did a great job. They're consistent. They're getting you these calls. But now you're, you're actually booking more. So instead of 144, you're booking 204. But guess what? Your texts they still suck wind. They still come back and go, ah, she was crazy. Ah, it was too expensive but even though they're doing that you're now selling 102 of those at 350 which we know sucks but now you're at $34,000 okay it's it's another 105 in your business now what if you work with your techs and you actually analyze and work with relationship building okay because they have low conversion rates and you knew that Guess what? Same 240 calls. Look, your CSRs are banging it out. They're awesome sauce. They're doing their thing. So you're still getting 204 calls, but now your techs are building good relationships and adding more value. So they're actually converting or selling more calls and they're at 75%. So instead of 72, you're actually getting what? 153 sales. Oh, man, but they're still at 350. It doesn't matter. It's $53,000. You've doubled what you started with. Oh, and by the way, that money that you doubled because you're optimizing your current assets, you're not adding, guess what? That goes to your profitability, my friends. Now, you train them better and you go over solution-based options and you work with them. And they actually perform, again, 85% conversion rate. You're working with your CSRs consistently. They're doing their thing, man. Your techs are starting to understand building a relationship. Now they're doing pre-inspections and safety inspections, and they're giving more value. And at the end of the call, instead of giving a price for a broke fix, they're giving them solutions. So instead of one price, by the way, when you give one price, guess what you have to do? You have to sell. You actually have to prove the features and benefits, okay? But when you give them multiple options and they're solution-based options, these are solutions to your problems, not good, better, best. Good, better, best is car salesman shit, and that goes back to trying to prove the features and the benefits. You're upping your average ticket. Now you go to 650. You went from... $25,000 a month to $99,000 a month. And by the way, this isn't rocket science. It's simple math, okay? And it just takes training. Analyze what they need and train them for their needs. Now, I get a little passionate about this. I'm sorry, Josh. You know how I get with this. But the funny thing is, I have seen these changes, I have actually implemented these changes myself in a business and with others. This is not a joke. This is not fallacy. This is reality. And if you're not doing it, if you don't have the head to go, I got to do something different and you don't see the numbers, you might just want to close shop and go get a job somewhere. Really? I mean, I don't mean to be that guy, but that's the truth. So, what are you going to do with that money, right? El Jefe is living large. He generated some extra cash. He's going to build a new doghouse. But let me be serious with you. What would you do with an extra 15K a month, extra 25K? Some of you, look, Mr. Miller there. Brian, he's like, he, 50K a month per truck or just total, he would love it. And he's a fairly large company. All you have to do is look at your numbers. Look at your numbers. Um, You know, Brian Sloan, I know for a fact on this call, you're one of the most numbers-driven people I've ever met and I love you for it. And I bet you, and if you want to ask, Mr. Sloan, you can ask him because he'll tell you numbers will drive your business. And that's why they're so successful. Okay. They don't let their feelings get involved. Now you finish out the year, you're doing better. You know, you take your company from a smaller company to a larger company and then you replicate it. You start replicating those trucks. Unfortunately in this industry, I have just recently heard that people are satisfied with a truck that does $300,000. i am not. I know it can be better. But even if it is doing 300000 what's the profitability on it? You also have to know your material costs and your labor costs. We'll get to that later. All right. Are there any questions at this point?
0: Any questions, Josh? Let's see. um, Malia... Tipton, in. And forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, because I missed the first part. Did this one come with a print off that coordinates with this topic? Um, I'm not quite sure what you mean, Malia. I apologize. Uh, post a follow-up question in there. Uh, if you guys have questions, post it in the comments, and we'll definitely try our best to answer them. Uh, but keep, yeah, keep going, Joe, and I'll, I'll, inter- I'll interrupt you if there's others.
1: All right. So I see two questions here. Um, we have a membership plan. This is from James. Hmm. We have a membership plan for discounts. Why we do not go out to customer's house unless they call for service. We are a plumbing company.
0: I don't get that. I Mm -hmm. think maybe he was just addressing the, do you have a maintenance plan question? Well, you should go out whether
1: they call you or not. You should go out to maintain their system because it gets you back in the house. Um, Why low average sales ticket? Well, that's a national average. Um, ours are averaging 900 over the month. Brian, that's awesome sauce. Um, Brian, if you could also tell me what your conversion rate is, and are you getting that off of um, Service Titan? Because sometimes Service Titan a little wonky. But um, so I'd like to know what your conversion rates are. Because I look, some of our members have $1,600 average tickets. Unfortunately, the conversion rates are at 68%.
0: Um, Will the session be available to show my partner? Um, Jeremy, Yeah, I'm recording it. So I'll make sure to send this out after the fact. All right. All right. So I'm going to move I I want to close the loop on a couple of these polls, if that's right with you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let's do it. I think it kind of lends to opportunity. So the one question was, do you guys track CSR conversion rate technician close rate and average ticket? Fifty five percent said no. Um, and that, that to me means you get a massive opportunity in your business to really make a lot more money because what gets measured, gets done, <laughs> what you inspect, they respect. And the other thing is not only does what you measure get done, it always improves. So I, I, I'm glad to see that there's, there's lots of opportunity on the call. And for those of you that are tracking, you know, it just helps you real really rethink, like, am I tracking at the level that I, that I should. Um, so that's the result on that one. Um, there was another one here I thought was kind of interesting, and this is probably more insightful. How many of you are tracking your maintenance take rate? So how many you track out of all your service calls, how many of them take the maintenance plan? Uh, 86% of you said you don't track that at all. So you're leaving money on the table in the area that's actually gonna build the most wealth within your company. Those maintenance plan really are the wealth of your company. Would you agree, Joe? Um, repeat that slowly. The maintenance plans that you have in place are the wealth of your company because those you know, are the customers that are going to use you again. If you want to sell, that's what they're going to look at for the valuation of your company that makes you a valuable asset as opposed to just a, you know, just an entity.
1: And they're, yes, that is correct. And they're also the low hanging fruit. Yep.
0: So go, go ahead, Joe. We, right. We've already covered the polls. Thank you guys for your feedback on this. Okay. So. What I'm going to do now is kind of introduce you to
1: to our team and show you what we do and kind of give you our value proposition. So service Private Group is made up of some industry people, some non-industry people. We have owners coaches. we we anytime we need marketing help, we go straight to the expert, which is Josh. <laughs> um, so we take extreme great pride and be able to deliver any solution to any challenge a company might be facing. And we've proven that over the last two years. And we are only two years old. Um, I am Joe O'Grady. I am the self-proclaimed director of awesomeness. Um, I started working in the industry many years ago at Clockwork Home Services. I, then I went into private consulting and traveling. Then I stopped doing that and went to work for a center and became an operations director for a fairly large um, company that had three locations. And uh, I love training and consulting. I love getting out in the field. For those of you who are on our Facebook page, um, please, and anybody can go to the Service Profit Group Facebook page um, and, and ask to join. We'd love to have you. Um, you'll see a lot of our sites are on there. We just, we love going. And that's part of our value is we actually come to you. Um, My partner, so when I was young, my father always said to me that, uh, well, thank you very much, Jeff. My my father always said to me, Jeff, you got me flustered. I think I'm blushing. Find people to work for you or to be in business with you who are smarter than you. Okay? I got to tell you something. My partner is one of the smartest guys I know. And he has helped us drive this to grow. And we are meeting and exceeding all of our goals and bringing on new people. It's been incredible. And he is so phenomenal with implementation of systems and operations that our members are like loving life on him as well, which is great. We then hired a young guy by the name of Drew, Drew Melamed. And uh, I joke with him a lot. I think he's on here, but he's actually one of the smartest kids I know. I call him a kid because I'm old, but he, you know, he's been in solar. He had a plumbing company and, you know, his passion for helping our members exceeds mine sometimes. He just gets so involved with it and really helps them with their back office operations, getting things streamlined and straightened out and making sure they have processes and procedures to move on to. So we then brought on um, Allison, who, quite frankly, um, used to work for a company and um, she helped She was a CSR, then dispatch and CSR, then office manager, and then she became their service manager. And it was amazing to watch her because I kind of saw that change. And, you know, she helped grow that company. It was a very small company, but she helped get them over the million dollar hump and get them started to to that new path. And she works with our members on, uh, you know, our CSR training, our dispatch training. And she also helps with the back office development, which is phenomenal. Recently, in the last couple of months, we hired Darren George. So Darren and I have kind of crossed paths in weird ways in this industry. And he has been an HVAC tech. He's a plumber. He's done electrical. He has been a service manager, operations manager. And uh, when we found him, he was just like, you know what? I want to help people. Like, that's Darren's driving force. He wants to help people. So we were so lucky to get him on board and he is kicking ass with our members and you know, just phenomenal, great on-site guy. But we don't know everything, we really don't. So we rely on what I call owner's coaches. These are people that I have developed very close relationships and I've coached and trained their techs um, through the years, but they are what I consider to be successful, not because of the money they make, because of the money they keep okay these are three guys ron williams owns ben franklin mario owns express electric and jamie wilkie he owns a plumbing and hvac company it's easy air and plumbing and he's just i don't think jamie's ever been to his office in the last nine months he's been out playing golf Um, these people are phenomenal, phenomenal people. They've been in the trades for many years and you know what? Because of them, we have been more successful. So, and everybody knows Josh, look, same picture, same picture. Josh is one of the, you like that, Josh? Nice. Good shot. Uh, Josh, you want to tell them about yourself? No, I'll let you do it. It's coming from you. So. Josh and I have known each other for a few years and he is one of, no, 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 he is, he is probably the smartest person I know when it comes to marketing and, and PPC and just the whole SEO. And he blows my mind with stuff. And I'm very lucky because I kind of have him on speed dial. He doesn't always answer though. Josh does not always answer. OK, <laughs> I love you, Josh. We also work with Kathy Nielsen. Some of you may know her, but she's a system specialist. She is somebody who knows Successware, super duper at Service Titan, a lot of software packages, QuickBooks. She helps us help members who need help with their systems, their QuickBooks, their Service Titan, all that good stuff. We also have a CPA that we work with, and he's a PNA. Basically, he's been in the industry, so he understands a P&L from a contractor's point of view. A lot of your guys, your P&Ls are jacked up, and the reason is because you let your accountant set them up. And the truth of the, I got to tell you, man, the truth of the matter is you let an accountant set up your stuff. Oh, man. All he's trying to do is save you money on taxes, which is good, but he doesn't help you see the real deal so you can steer the ship because numbers steer your ship. All right, here's what we do. Here are some of our tools and resources. We have CSR and technician training boards, training calendars. We have an entire online member portal with a library of incredible, incredible forms, checklists, calculators, and Betty Ed videos to show you how to run service calls, how to manage. We do have reusable. KTI boards, all of our members use these. We have digital copies as well so that they can track everything that they're doing. Training calendars. How many of you actually have a training calendar? I mean, a real one that your techs can see. All right. No more polls, Josh, no more polls. Okay. So our training is online online but live webinars are the main thing and the on sites okay the online is sort of the after fact it's like you know a refresher we are very hands on we're all about accountability and engagement we meet with our owners pretty much once a week we meet with the service managers of those companies once a week in the training the csrs once a week every single week we are keeping our members accountable And we're reporting and analyzing all of their KPIs, sort of like having a board of directors. We believe that's which gets tracked gets worked on. So, our online training platform works with CSRs, technicians, a little bit of marketing. We're not big on the marketing online. We let Josh handle all that management and leadership. This. Our our library is for the whole team. It's literally, we have owner, manager, and CSR live webinar training. Okay. We do it on Zoom just like this. Weekly live webinars every week. We believe that to increase the profitability of our team members, and by the way, we don't have clients. We don't have customers. Everybody that is a part of SPG is a team member. It's a network. So our team members, we want them to be more profitable through engagement and accountability, and it works. We believe, oh, there it is. Look, my favorite saying, look, look, look. Volume is vanity and profit is sanity. All right. I have a question, and if you could type this in, answer any of these, okay? What would you do if you could increase your revenue? Type it in. What would you do? If you can increase your revenue, what would you do with that money? What would you do if you could attract and retain more quality employees? Would you just build the company and make more money? What would you do? How would you handle having more time and freedom? By the way, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Money equals time and freedom. Okay? That's just the way it is. All right? Biggest one. What if you didn't have to micromanage the day to day? Oh my God, doesn't that drive you nuts? They call you all the time. Big one, what if you could dramatically, I'm not talking about pennies, dramatically increase your profit margin. By the way, Josh, this year, remember last year we did the um, uh, State of the Union and we had just uh, just a little over $70 million in combined revenue uh, through our membership and we had an um increase of an average of 7% net profit and all of an an average aggregate um net profit of 14%. Wow,
0: that's really good.
1: That was last year. Guess what we're at right now for wow. for net profit through, through through the group. What is it? 22%. Across all your members? All, well, it's an average. Oh, yeah, 30, an average 36 across all members.
0: That's phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been, they've been busting their ass. They have been working hard and actually watching everything. And and folks, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not a silver bullet. Marketing's not a silver bullet. You don't call Josh and go, hey, I need more calls. And then he gets you more calls. And all of a sudden the silver bullet and you're rich doesn't work that way. You don't call up, you know, Joe O'Grady and service profit group or, or, or any of the other groups and go, hey, I need a system put in place. And that's going to be the magic bullet doesn't work that way folks you have to work on it biggest thing is what if you had a team of consultants on hand hey i got a guy (laughs) that you could rely on that are there for you 24 7 how much would that be worth to you dollars and cents i just want to get an idea of what you think having a team of consultants to help you increase your profit margin would be worth. Can you type it in there? Post it in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, dollars and cents, folks. It's simple. $2, $5, $20, $100. I'm really curious. Ron Davis says 100 grand. Holy cow. I like you, Ron Davis.
0: Marvelous, which I can't see if that's the real name, says this is exactly what's happened to me and what I need.
1: I'm awesome. He's marvelous. (laughs) All right. Keep pressing forward. So, listen, here's the deal.
0: Today, I don't think you could put a price on it. it So much.
1: You know what? It, for some people, you're right, sir. It, it actually, we have some members who, who were not in good shape. They, so here's the funny thing. They had like three and $5 million companies, but they were broke. How does that happen? Well, there is a difference between profit and cash flow. All right? And you must understand you need both. You cannot have just one or the other. Well, anyway, listen, let's see, how long we've been on this thing here,
0: Um, an hour almost? Going on 55 minutes.
1: Okay. You guys have invested an hour. I gotta tell you, as owners of companies, your time is super valuable. I don't know if you've ever thought about how valuable it is, but I know it's valuable. And Josh's time is valuable. And I appreciate so much, Josh, you giving us this opportunity absolutely thanks for coming on uh anytime but because you stayed for the whole presentation i'd like to give you something and because you're a friend of josh nelson plumber seo we're going to give you one month of our management level membership an entire month of membership okay it's going to include a technician kti board one of those dry erase poster boards Exclusive invitations to our owners' roundtable accountability and strategy sessions, our operational excellence live webinars, and a complete month of access to our online portal. Plus, you will have access to all of our coaches. Okay. All for only $159. That's it. That's it. $159. And here's the deal. It's about an $879 value for 159 bucks. And if you take advantage of this today, we're going to throw in a deep dive company performance evaluation. That's where we go over and analyze what your company is currently doing. We look at the 18 points of scale and where the problems are. And we also show you what revenue you've you're leaving on the table and how to make it up. But biggest (laughs) is we're going to find out if you're priced, right. We're going to do a budget review. We are, because one of the biggest mistakes Josh, these companies make is not being priced right. Josh, have you ever had a company that hires you and they're only doing literally like $200
0: tickets? It's happened in the past. Yeah. Okay. And what do you do with them? It's very hard because there's not enough money to be profitable. They're not thinking correctly. Sarah, Sarah Kennedy,
1: it's a one-time fee. That's it. It's $159 one time. We work with you for a month, but don't think by the end of the month, we're not going to evaluate whether you'd be a good fit for one of our other programs. And it's a high five. No, it isn't. Or we give you several options to work with. See, I'm very upfront. Listen, there's no doubt that we would like to grow our membership, but we only do it with people who are willing to do the work. So for $159, you're going to get crazy value. You're going to get great information. You're going to be able to take the things we teach you and put them into play in your business right away. But we're also going to find out if you'd be a good candidate to work with us. If you're looking for the silver bullet, we'll know it in that month. And and quite truthfully, we don't we don't deal with that. Okay. This, and this alone is five hundred dollars. So, if you enroll now, you can start implementing profit producing changes today. Now, Josh, I would like to somehow put. Oh, I think it's. Can I put the the where to go? Yeah. If you type if you put the link there, we can put it in, in chat, and then people can get to it. Okay, so you can put it in chat? Yeah. Is it it your main website? Is that where they go? Yeah, just go to the service profit group and you'll see KTI special right there. Yep, that's it. And all you have to do is sign up. You'll get started and boom, And and listen. For $159, people, I'm going to tell you right now, it's a no-brainer. It really is. Okay, so let's see what we got here. Did you stop my sharing? Oh, there we go. Didn't. Okay, so I want to thank you for your time and for attending. That means a great deal to me. If you have any questions, I am more than happy to answer them for you. I'm going to stop sharing.
0: How's that? Good stuff. Thanks, man. And so guys, you have the link there in the chat, whether you decide to do this or not. And I definitely think you should. Hopefully this was just something to bring back to your attention, the importance of tracking, right? You have to track the conversion rate from the phone call to the appointment, right? Otherwise you could have 50, 100, 500 leads a month, but if you're not converting at the right ratios, your, your marketing is not going to monetize your business. Is not going to grow the way that it should tracking how efficiently your techs are converting in the field? Right. And, and I bring this up because I see so many of our clients where we generate lots and lots of calls, but there's a massive drop-off in the conversion rates. And I've seen the people that work with Joe that just start to track this and then start to measure it and then start to work on tightening up the training, see a massive shift in, in, in the conversion rate of our leads, the profitability of their business. And so for 159 bucks, Joe's going to give you all the tools, resources, as if you were one of his full-paying clients. Um, I really think he's made it a no-brain opportunity for you. Yeah, I mean, and look, we're not, here's the
1: funny thing, you know, one, we're not a good fit for everyone. I know that. I made the comment, I'm a bit of an HR nightmare.
0: I Oh, by the way, Josh, do I get a pat on the back? Come on. You, did good. you, did Come on, yeah, you kept it pretty clean. No no dirty jokes, no yeah. not, not too many bad words, a couple. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I give you a I give you a PG-13 rating for today's session. Thank you very much. I'm
1: trying. I'm trying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's not only about tracking it, Josh, because once you track it, you must know what to do with that information. True. Right, It's like, okay, I got this great tracking. There are so many people on here that that flock to Service Titan because of their dashboard and all those numerical tracking numbers, right? What do you do with it? What are you doing with it? We're going to show you how to analyze it, how to break it down and turn it into a training need, a key training indicator. Yeah. And that way, when you see
0: the trends, you'll know what to train on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great point because I think some of the pushback I hear sometimes is, well, I already have Service Titan, so I've got this already kind of flowing in. Uh, And I would say to that, and this is just from now seeing a lot of our members implement this, there's power in in having something physically up on a board that's handwritten, that has to be seen every single day by everybody that comes into the office. It brings it to light because when it sits on an Excel spreadsheet or when it sits on a software, yeah, you can pull that data, but- only you're seeing it. You're probably not paying much attention to it. And certainly the techs and the rest of the team have no idea what that data means. So I would say that on that front. Um, and then the other thing is, I, I mean, if, if I had to look at nine out of 10 of our clients that are on service Titan, the, the lion's share of them are very confused. Like their, their scorecard doesn't flow correctly. They're not able to make intelligent decisions on it. And so having someone like Joe that can help you interpret the data right? Where's the problem? Where's the disconnect? And then develop training around, okay, here's a massive problem. Let's solve for that, right? You know, that just having the information and tracking it is step one, and it's a massive step in the right direction. But you're right, Joe, like knowing what to do and how to solve for it is, is the quantum step. Yes. And then constant improvement and iteration. It's not a one-time training and walk away. You have to be constantly training, tracking, improving, iterating otherwise things will trend in a negative direction.
1: So Sarah says it might make a bigger impact on the text to see it I think. Well, so it does Sarah. actually it's not an impact on them. What it does it gives them clarity because chances are when you hired them, you didn't tell them you have to maintain a 75% conversion rate and a 650 average ticket in order to hit your maps. Well, once they know that, they're more likely to shoot for it. Having a target, so here's the deal. Sarah, to your point, by not showing them this, it's like letting them just shoot out against the wall and then run up and paint the target and go, ooh, I hit it, instead of giving them the target, letting them shoot for it.
0: And look, I'd rather you shoot high and miss than shoot low and hit it for sure. No doubt. Ron says when you show the guys, now they're all in a competition against each other for the highest conversion rate for the highest ticket. So that happens with a competitive team,
1: and a lot of people get worried about that. But, Ron, you're right. Giving good, healthy, solid competition is phenomenal for them, and it helps helps the lower guys bring themselves up. Water seeks its own level. So if you have guys up there, these guys are going to try and rise to the top.
0: No doubt. Yeah. He's saying it's fun. It's (laughs) fun to create that healthy competition within the the business for sure. So I'm not going to be morbid
1: about this and I'm not going to curse, but the company I just came from had two techs who were competing against each other. And one of them would always say to the other, Hey, Hey, look at the board. I'm up here and you're down here. And the next day, they would it would be reversed. It just so happens the tech who used to say that passed away last week, okay? And the tech who he said it to at his funeral said, you're right, buddy, you are up here and I am down here. And I know that's kind of sad, but that's the kind of camaraderie and competition it creates. Healthy, strong, good friendship kind of a, a, a bond and that, that, that did it for them. It really did. So Sarah, you think a six, Sarah, what, what trade are you in? HVAC. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that a six fit, well, you're talking on a service call, correct, Sarah. So is that what you're asking? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So For you, a combined average should be about eight fifty. But as far as a service ticket, kind of depending on where you are in the country, you should be looking at four fifty-five.
0: Yeah, he's saying if you include installs, it should average at about eight fifty. If you're just looking at service tickets, it would be in the. And and Sarah, I don't know, but
1: you might be underpriced. And and you know, sometimes people start companies and they look to the left and they look to the right and they go, this guy charges this much and this gal charges this much, I'm gonna charge in the middle with no rhyme or reason. You have to be priced to what you need to make to run your business and everybody is different. Everybody is different. So I don't know. Um, Sarah, I would love for you to sign up for this and let us work with you and we'll
0: find out if you even price right. Yep. So here's what I want you guys to do now. I want you guys to go click the link, the service slash technician KPI toolkit. You now $159. You're going to get a tremendous value with the, with the KPI board with the hands-on support from Joe and that entire team of experts, um, I don't really think you have anything to lose and everything to gain with that so hey Josh I would do I would do it Josh yes.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna type one thing in here okay here's something that only I do at least I'm pretty sure only I do I am putting in my cell phone number if any of you have any questions
0: call me It's that simple that's my cell phone number. Yeah, I would say that's one That's one thing that really separates you from just about any other coach consultant that I've dealt with. I've personally seen where Joe will stop everything he's doing and answer the phone from a member that has a question. Uh, well, I don't, okay, listen, I don't stop everything I'm doing. I, I've and seen I, you stop important meetings to be like, oh, I got an
1: important call. I got to grab well, it. You, by important meeting, you mean lunch with you? That's pretty, hey, listen, <laughs> pretty important stuff. I miss those lunches. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you're absolutely more than welcome uh, to give me a call, and if I can't answer it, you'll you can either leave a message or text me, and I promise you, I will get back to you. Where do I start? Uh, I use FreshBooks, but that's it. So I don't even know what FreshBooks is. Is that
0: like a bastardized QuickBooks? FreshBooks is like a uh, invoice collection service. You do commercial work, marvelous. Yeah, so that's more of a uh, commercial play. Oh, is it? I don't know. So, though. And just to make
1: it clear, I don't work with commercial. I only deal with residential. I don't believe there's much money in commercial, you know, new construction. Have fun with that. Um, I just know there's tremendous money in residential. And there's no reason that everybody, you know, some, but I'm residential. Yeah, you know, um, marvelous. Uh, go on the website, check it out. Sign up. Let's, let's get a webinar going. Let, let's get you on a zoom. Uh, I will put my number up there. Oh, Josh. I got your back. I got your back. Dude, That's number. Save it, text him, call him every night. Who's who's in your office right now, Josh, I can tell there's
0: somebody in there trying to get your, Is it Christian? No, no, there's nobody in here. I'm just looking. I have like three windows open on my oh. computer. So I keep looking this way.
1: Gotcha. Uh, I'm. I hey, you guys. Oh, you're not going. You guys are going to Service World, right? Our team is. Yeah. Awesome sauce. Awesome
0: sauce. All right. Well, Joe, thank you very much for taking the time for sharing these cool insights. Uh, thank, thank you, you very for much. Joining us on today's session. Volume is vanity. Profit is sanity. Remember that and grin it into your mind. Like that's why we would do this business is to make money and to be profitable. And that's what both of us really want for you. So thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule schedule to join us on this. Go ahead, Josh. Josh. Can we, can we do, can, can we do
1: an awesome sauce, peace out Facebook? Come on. Sure. Okay. All right, what do you want to say? Awesome sauce in unison. We'll do one, two, three, awesome sauce, peace out. Okay. One, two, three. Awesome, awesome sauce. sauce. Peace out. Yeah. Oh, Josh, I love you.